All right. Good evening, everybody. So we have Broken Crowns Color 2 this week with Prophetess Nisa Higgins. And we're going to go ahead and get started. And she's going to share a little bit about herself and what she does so we can get to know her a little bit more. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, again, I am Nisa Higgins. I am. We're talking about Identity Speaks tonight. So a little bit about myself. I What I found... Um, Really, it's just been over the last few years that the Lord has really dealt with me as far as identity is concerned. And it was because I, you know, some of the things that I've been through um, would have broke a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, that would have broke a lot of people. And what one of the things that I figured out in listening to him after I came out of some of those things was that um, I am solid in who I am. So that I mean my background the reason of for that so that I gave you that first right but there's a background like I have I come from a family of really strong women uh, my grandmother has seven kids six of them are girls um so and she's she was an, an evangelist and one of the things that she always taught us you know loving yourself knowing yourself you know and of course being planted in God first one of the things that my mom reinforced in me was pretty much that you know what I mean like love yourself know yourself um God first that kind of thing so I mean, I don't, it's not this spec. I don't have a spectacular story, to be honest. It's just, I just, I just Listen, be who God told me to be. That's awesome. Um, So I guess the question is, is like, what does Identity Speaks mean to you? Just creating this brand um, as you're led by God to do so. What does it, what does it represent for you? So, so April 1st, my book came out. I'm a part of an anthology, right? So the, our timing, you know, God is so perfect. So the anthology comes out and the story that I told is the Identity Speaks story. And what it is, is that when the pandemic happened, like I, we walked into a pandemic and, and everybody was going through one thing, right? As far as the, you know, the, the sickness and not knowing what was going on and things like that. Well, at the very same time, I lost everything. And I mean, I like literally March when the pandemic was putting everybody in the house, I lost my home, I lost my family, I lost my car. And so I'm walking out of my life, you know what I mean? Like this is this life that I'm thinking, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. I have a whole house that I can't go back to because it's been taken over by other people and I would have to legally get them out. So the only place I had to go was my mom's and I was 40. So... So you're four, I'm 40 years old. And, and the day before I go to my mom's, my truck broke down. So it's like, okay, everything was already crazy. And now, okay. So I call my brother. I'm like, hey, come get me. Identity Speaks is the way that the truth about who I am continued to resonate in me and with me in spite of the fact that my life looked like something else. My life said I was homeless. My life said I didn't want to work. My life, you know what I'm saying? But the yeah. truth about who I am was none of that. So identity speaks is just that. It's when life tries to lie about who you really are, do you have a, the foundation and the rooting necessary to be able to say, no, this is who I am. This is what I know. And I don't care what this looks like. I'm going to keep pressing and fighting until I get to me. That is good. I think that's a, a big deal, especially with this um specific podcast dealing with like 
sexual trafficking and um, prostitution and different things. And identity is a big deal because a lot of times you hear stories where a lot of the women, men even don't have fathers um, or were abused by fathers or uncles or men in their lives, like dominant roles in their lives where they just experience a lot of abandonment. And I think a lot of that shapes identity because in those phases where they're growing and developing to get to know who they are, they are they're misrepresented by adults that that don't even know who they're they are so that's really just um that's a big deal i really like the concept of identity speaks i think that it's important for people to it's a foundation you really can't grow without understanding who you are and what you're here for and what you're supposed to be doing it's it's rough so um my next question is how does identity or like the lack thereof play a role um in your opinion in someone ending up in a lifestyle of like prostitution sex trafficking the entertainment industry like um I met a lady who used to do pornography like ending up in those places um what do you think that identity plays a role in in those in those situations ending up there so spiritually understanding that so we one of the things that I want to emphasize as I as I start this conversation about identity is that identity is not created, it's discovered. Part of the problem that we have in this society is that we tell, we tell a different story, right? You can be who you want to be rather than figuring out who you were created to be. And so that's the first problem. The second problem is that the enemy is constantly trying to steal who you are or who you're supposed to become. So purpose follows identity. If you know, when you know who you are, then you can understand your gifts. Once you understand your gifts, then you can appropriately place those into a purpose that works inside of what you're skilled, you're skilled to do. But if that's perverted in any way, if you're traumatized, in any way, then what happens is you began to identify by trauma and things began to um, manifest in your life based on trauma. And we also have a society that gives us goals rather than us finding the goals that God would have us to find, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of people's identity, so if purpose follows identity, then if I'm not looking for the purpose that I was created to have, then I'm looking to society to tell me what I should be doing. And a lot of times that becomes a problem as well because it's mismatch. It's based on what people think, how people feel, what success is to others. And so that those are the, those are the, the things that disrupt it, right? And mm -hmm. so it's easy to find yourself. So there, there's a couple of sides to trafficking and I know you know this, right? So there's the side where somebody goes into an industry because they feel like this is what they need to do. You know what I mean? In order to, 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 to like, you got the girl who's stripping so she can have, so she can pay for college. Um, but then you also have people that are victimized that were taken and put into these situations. You have um, the people who thought that they were getting into, you know, they were dealing with somebody good. I had a boyfriend and the next thing I know, you know, he becomes a pimp, those kind of things. Yes. And so it, it just, if you're not really, solid in what your rooting is, like what your foundation is, what grounds you, then it's very easy for you to be swayed by any wind of doctrine the Bible says. But, you know, if it's not biblical, it, it really is just a person with the most charismatic conversation or that speaks to the wounds or, you know what I'm saying, that has the spirit that resonates with what you need in the, in the form of healing. That's true. In the form of healing. Mm -hmm. So wounded people, are will attract 
predators you know what i'm saying and so when you when you're wounded if you attract predators then they begin to take you into spaces that are dark and if you haven't if if you haven't figured out who you are you don't really even recognize that it's darkness because you may have always been in it that's good um as you were talking i know that uh just seeing your logo at one point it's a tree with roots and you know like you said people can be swayed if they don't if they're not grounded and mm -hmm. so just from my own um personal testimony like yeah that's the thing I, I didn't really have the presence of my my parents at home I mean they were physically there but not available emotionally or anything so the absence of it all is just um it was hard you know um just knowing that um you want you want a father but don't have one so you're like well what do I do because these are the these are the foundations for me like I don't I don't I don't know where to go and so even um, even with myself, like dealing with the pimp and dealing with, um, really horrible situations I was in because I was robbed and everything. But one thing I realized is that people took from me in that life. They just take, and I didn't say much because I'm like, this is what I've seen. I mean, it, it didn't even start here. So, um, that's really good. I, I wanted to know, um, in your in your way of like identity speaks, how do you get your your message across to other like women or even men? I don't know your audience, but just on what's the purpose there? Just what what are you what was the objective to get them to know when you're dealing with identity, um, especially just in in this time now? So the pandemic, the pandemic taught me that I do know who I am. The pandemic revealed to me that a lot of people don't. And so this is the thing, what we identify a lot of time by roles. So I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a CEO. And so when the pandemic comes, it takes the whole world and shuts it down. And so if everything that I did was about other people, now I have to figure out whether that's really who I am or whether or not, or I'm not, right? So if CEO is the thing, and now I can't go to work because the world is closed, then who am I without that title? If mom is the thing, then I'm good as long as my kids are home and I have a routine that lets me mom the same way. But the moment I, they move out, now I don't know who I am because my life has been built around a routine of being their mom a certain way. And so what I've said is that we have a lot of really great roles, but we've yes. made them our identity, which mm -hmm. it's not. Um, another thing society says, you know, I can identify as a man or a woman. Your sex and your gender, who you choose to sleep with, that's not your identity. And right. so the reason my logo is a tree is because the Lord told me that identity is like a, a tree. It's made up of three parts. The that's first part is the root. The second part is the is the um, trunk. And the last part is the crown. So when you know what you're rooted in, then that's the thing that'll keep you stable. So if I say I'm a woman of God and I'm rooted in Christ, then what you should see reflected from my core is godly principles. When those as those principles are reflected appropriately and in alignment with what I'm rooted in, then the fruit that I produce as a as a function of the crown is godly mother, godly wife, godly CEO. So when I go into these certain places in these roles, it reflects. So what the reason I'm having this conversation is because purpose follows identity. So if I don't know who I am, then I don't know why I'm here. Then why do I want to be? Mm. That's good. So we're talking about mental health, right? And how the pandemic and mental health has become so bad. Yeah. If you, if you get the, if, if they get the book, look, the Rhea promises. So yeah. the thing about the book is this, 
is 24 women writing their stories about what happened to them in the pandemic and how God has manifest their promises since. And mm -hmm. so a lot of, there were th at least three women that I read of that said, I didn't know who I was. I lost my identity. The pandemic started and I was in identity crisis. Like the pandemic immediately throws you an identity crisis. And so as the Lord revealed to me through my process that, you know what, you do know, like this process is going to happen and you're going to have to be able to come back to me in order to make it through it alive. You know what I mean? Alive because it was, it was painful. So while I'm, but while I'm in this pain, the Lord is telling me, Hey, your identity still means that when I tell you to go, you go. So I yeah. built the ministry. So I built the business. So I created a program that spoke to women in their identity and nobody knew that I was doing this, but I also discovered at the same time that in this, while, while Nisa, while you may be solid, a lot of people are not, that they, they really just are not. And because we have a society, that has taught us to identify from roles, from money, from status, then, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, people were just debilitated. They were um, thrown in a crisis, like I said, and a lot of them ended up with a lot of mental health issues. So my thing is, if, if you don't know where you're going, you don't know what you're called to do, you don't know where you're supposed to be, um, you've had some major upset in your life that has just really thrown you for a loop, you're like, who, who am I now that this person is deceased? Who am I now that I'm divorced? Who am I now that my kids are out? You're an identity crisis and it's time for us to get together so that we can talk about how to reset your foundation, make sure your core matches and make sure that your crown is reflecting the fruit that your root says you will have. That is so good. Um, I heard you mention the book Reup. So I'm going to go ahead and um, make sure I add the link for purchase. But where can we find the book and where can we get it? On my website, www.identityspeaks.com. Um, you'll be able to find it there. So um, yeah, grab it. <laughs> That's awesome. I do have another question for you before we end. Um, I heard that, you know, your mom and I know you have a little girl. So how does that work? Um, just as far as like knowing who you are and then being able to raise her, like what difference does it make to be able to stand firm? Because I meet a lot of moms that are in, in those, those areas, like the, the prostitution, um, end up in sex trafficking and their parents and uh, whether voluntary or or they were drugged, whatever the case is, when they're out there, I hear a lot of them say, I'm doing it for my children. And so how does that play a role just with being able to stand firm and knowing who you are and being able to raise her to know who she is? So I have a couple of girls. I have the two-year-old. I have a, six, a daughter that's about to be 17 years old. And then I have one that's 11 12 12 so I, they're all bonus babies so you know but and i've come into their lives in different places at different points right so some are more solid than, than others right so the so the thing is for me when you so you're when you're doing it for your kids right if it's voluntary right so we so that that's a totally different conversation than you know the other but if if your idea is that the only thing I can do to take care of my kids is this, then it starts with her identity. Like she can't build a solid identity in a child if she hasn't figured out at least her value, right? Even, yeah. even a mom with, with um, insecurities, if she at least understands that Maybe I don't know my value completely, but there's something I don't want her to see me do because I don't want her to pick that up. Then you figure out how to do it a different way. And this is, you, it seems it seems harsh. It seems judgmental. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I tell people when I speak to them, 
I'm not saying that it's easy. I never want anybody to believe that when I say it easily, that I, I think that, that the ex execution is easy, but the answer is the answer. Like God is math, right? God says, if you do this, I'll do that. And so that's really how life is if we're trying to follow him. And so we can always give ourselves excuses. I'm trying to do it for my kid. I can drive if I have a car and a driver's license. I can Uber. If I have a car and a driver's license, I can deliver groceries. Um, if I, you know what I'm saying? Like there's yes. a lot of options out there and they don't bring as much money or, you know what I'm saying? Or they don't, you know, you see what I'm saying? So, so there's some things that you have to give up in order to be able to stay rooted in a place of integrity that says, I know, I know at least if I don't know who I am, I know I want her to know who she is. Yeah. At least if I don't, feel like I'm good enough to not do this, you know what I mean? Voluntarily, because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really yeah. passionate about sex trafficking and I never wanted to make, you know, so yeah. if I'm not, if I've made a decision to do this and I don't think I'm better than that, I still don't want her to see yeah. me. I don't want her to pick that up. And if we, if we at least remember that a lot of our feelings, traumas and behaviors are based on experiences and what we've seen, if we can remember that the reason I do these things this way, or the reason I feel this way is because what, because of what I've seen. And so if what I've seen has damaged me, then I need to make sure she sees something else. Mm, that's good. The, the, my story of the pandemic is real short in that book. It's, it's a devotional, but the truth of the matter is I moved into this house with a, with a baby that I didn't give birth to. And lost my income within 20 days. Mm. So I spent a year depending on the Lord, literally, literally. And nothing ever, like we're still here. Yeah. We're still here. So, so you just have to know, you know, that there's some things that there are deal breakers. And I was, I had a conversation with a young lady once and she kept telling me she was going to kill herself. And I said, as women, there's something, we have tables in front of us, right? And there are things on your table and your table are resources that either help you or they don't. Mm -hmm. And so if there are things on your table that don't help, you have to take certain things off the table. So yeah. suicide comes off the table, stripping yeah. comes off the table, prostitution comes off the table. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, allowing a man, so it doesn't even have to be that. Um, getting into a relationship and allowing a man to constantly abuse and degrade me, and I have a, that, that comes off the table. And yeah. so when you take certain things off the table, now you have to look at what's there and you have to figure out how to make that work. And you have to know that if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna have God to help you it's going to destabilize you. If you don't have anything that you're rooted in, then when you look at your table and you don't know what to do with those resources, you're like, let me go back to what, what's familiar or really what seems easiest or really what, what I think I'm qualified to do. When the truth of the matter is before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. So there's a thing that he has created you to do that doesn't require your compromise. That is good. And like you were saying, um, there's other ways to to make money and it may not be as much. It may not be, you know, just, I think like coming out of all of that, I had to re redo things. Like I just, um, because even before, even after that, like I, before I even got into a life of prostitution, I was in school studying to be a psychology major, but after everything happened, there's like a level of discouragement that hit. And so even after everything, I had to reconstruct my life because 
you know, I could have been a felon and I'm, you know, now I'm pregnant coming out of it. Mm -hmm. And now the dad is, I just, I have to live with the fact that I know he's not going to be there. And so, like you said, you take all those things off the table and what do you have? And sometimes there's nothing because that's, that's all that was, it was built on, right? right? So you're, you're now you're literally having to, with God, put the pieces and find out who you are. And that's, that's a painful process. If you've it only is. been told who you are and realizing that that's not, that's not the truth. So as we get ready to close out, um, how do we connect with you? If you have people that have questions, are there any, um, is there an email address? Is there a social media, something that, you know, the general public can connect if they have further questions about what you do? Yes. You can find me at www.identityspeaks.com. I am on Facebook under identity speaks. I am on Instagram at identity speaks or info at identityspeaks.com and you can reach out to me. Okay, awesome. So what I'm going to do is put the, I'll put those links in the segment in the segment so that people can click on them and go. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap up for today? I just want to summarize it by saying, listen, be you, be authentically you. If, if, if we can get to a place where we're comfortable and uh, being ourselves and allowing people to be themselves, then identity wouldn't be, it wouldn't be such a thing. It, if we start with God, we allow people to be who God has created them to be. And we're comfortable being who God has created us to be. I, one of my things is be your own brand of beautiful. Like, like I'm eclectic, you know what I mean? Like you can find me like this. I can have a grill in, I could, you know, nails. I, I have a whole lot going on all the time, awesome. but I'm very comfortable with being who I am. So be your own brand of beautiful identity speaks and make sure yours is authentic. That is awesome. Um, I was going to ask you as we close out, do you mind praying us out? Not at all. Yes, so ma'am. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you for this time of conversation, for this time of fellowship, and for this time of knowing. I thank you, Lord, that you are ever present and you understand the end of a thing before the beginning, God. So even before the woman of God was formed in her mother's womb, God, you knew what you created her for, you knew what you ordained her for. So Father, we thank you that she has stepped into her place of purpose even now. I thank you, God, for the many places that her, her podcast and her voice is going to go. Father, I thank you that you have pulled her out and that she was covered. So Father, you have never left nor forsaken her. And God, we give you glory for that. Father, we speak over everyone that watches this now and later, God, that those who do not know who they are, that they seek the help that they need. And those who do know who they are, that they would be the help that others need. We honor you, God. We praise you and we glorify you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thank you so much for praying us out. And so we'll definitely be following up with you and getting your information out so that people can purchase your book and um, be able to connect with you. Thank you so okay. much for your Thank time. You. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Have a great night. All right. You too.